Uh, so I know, uh, Amanda, you got sent some chords to practice or something like that. I did. Yeah. How's that going? I haven't practiced them. Um, <laughs> Dad and I have not had time <laughs> to go over it yet. So um, I've had some family in town. Um, so oh, I've been busy right. and it's, yeah, it sounds like Dad's been busy as well. So we're going to start working on that, I think, this upcoming week. Yes, I, uh, I've been busy myself. I've had to get some things done. And um, my whole week has been really busy. I think maybe um, this week it should calm down, I hope. But we'll see. Yeah, it ha- it has been busy the last week or two. I, the weather might play a little bit to that because it was nice out. So people should have been getting outside. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now the weather's garbage here. Yeah, yeah. Woke up this morning. It's like, what, 33 degrees? There's... There's flakes, you know, like it's flurrying. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, and this afternoon it's been flurrying too, so it's cold out there. And two days ago it was 80 degrees out. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so, that is strange. Yep. The whole week it was like that, 70, 80 degrees. And yeah. And now this morning it's uh, 30, 33, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be a, a week of garbage weather, I think. I think so, too. Uh, So I know that some things... Okay, so obviously we haven't had time to uh, play around or practice too much with uh, our 60-second song challenge, or or what did you call it? Um, Jingle. Jingle, thank you. There it is. Um, But uh, what are some of the things we're going to change? Oh, uh, I think one of the things that we're going to change... I I decided to go to uh, 70 BPM beats per minute. Instead of, I think I mentioned like 50 or 60 or something like that. So is that like, is that like techno or how fast? No, that's not, no, it's still. I'll get the glow sticks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're going to work with glow sticks, you know, just to, (laughs) uh, you know, move them around. I know people won't be able to see that, but hey, it's still, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. It'll be fun here. Yeah. Um, No, it's a, it's still a a Ballard type thing. uh, A Ballard? A Ballard? Like like my high school? Yes. (laughs) Uh, ballad <laughs> ballad you're making fun of me now <laughs> i was like so what the okay, hell is so that? we're making a ballad okay yeah. okay yeah and it's basically going to be uh i i i changed a few things here first of all i created a drum, drum track which i think i sent both of you yep yep I've, mm-hmm. I've heard it i sent you a drum track as an individual drum track and then i sent you a piece that i recorded over the drum track showing um, basically how the thing was structured or how I wanted it to go. And I did change the chords up a little bit. Oh, good, good. Did you send out a new file? Well, it's the same chords. It's the same three chords, mm-hmm. but instead of instead of A minor, C, and D, I did A minor, D, C. Okay. So I changed it up a little. I, you know, it's the same chords, but I just changed it up, and I... And I change the rhythm a little bit to sound to give it a little more um mystical type sound so (laughs) mystical (laughs) yes yes yes, yes, yes. so i i don't know but the things that i did there you'll see i mean you'll hear it with uh uh, i started out with the uh, with the rhythm piece of it where i've just played the chords and i just uh, basically um arpeggiated the chords and then what I did was I later on in the song I changed changed it to triads, which is very common in the in music industry when playing guitar and 
So uh, that's what you hear later on in the track. I don't th- I'm not going to do the triads. We're just going to keep it really simple. So okay. we'll go from there. We're I'm, just going to keep the chords. I'm trying to look because I thought that I had those tracks on my desktop. I was going to I was going to bring up the drum track. Um, but it doesn't look like it's in the same place that I put it and I I'm not sure. Um with uh, building the new uh, storage server, been moving things around a lot, so I've kind of kind of lost right. where some stuff is. So I guess guess we won't hear it live, right? So uh, yeah, the other thing is the song is going to be in A minor, so it's going to be a what? A, the, uh, anytime you talk about minor, it's a what they call the sad scale. A sad major. scale. Yes, the sad okay. scale. Okay. Yes, ma- a major is the happy scale. I don't know. So this on. is starting to sound a little made up. Like, we'll just no, call not. it whatever we it's want. Not. It's not. It's not. Uh, oh, there's a um, there's a reason. It, it's just the blues are in the minor scale. Because um, the know, blues is sad. Sad, yes, yeah. So that's why I say that's uh, that's the whole thing. So anyhow, um, though, that's what I changed up on it, and I think... Uh, uh, that man, Amanda and I will get together sometime this week and we'll, we'll start going over and start recording some stuff. Yep. And then I'll put it together and see what I can come up with. And then Tim, I'm going to get with you and we'll get, we'll do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I figured, um, I was just going to change it up all together, use my own chords and, you know, just make it sound horrible. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Cause I mean, I did tell you, I was like, uh, I know you sent Amanda some chords and I, I mean, I know those three chords, but I'm like, I don't know what you want for strum pattern or, or right. you just said like Although, playing around hey. picking or picking or something. I'm like, yeah. I'm not a doctor. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you can do it in any key you want. Cause I can change it once I bring it into the, oh, no, that's unfair. I can change it when I bring it into the DAW. That's unfair. I mean, I'm going to make that. up new, new, new chords. I did that with the bass guitar, you know, I, right. um, I play, I, I just, uh, took one of my, uh, just a regular guitar and then I just take, and I played the bass part on the, uh, on the, on my regular guitar. And then what I do is I lower it down an octave or two to get it down to the, um, to a real bass sound. And it sounds, sounds really good. You can't tell. Hmm. Yeah. Not this guy. The magic of the workstation, the digital audio workstation. Audio. 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 What's going on with you, Amanda? What's new? I mean, you just had uh, family in town? Sure did. It was, I mean, it was a busy, a busy time. Did a lot of running around, did a lot of driving around. So yeah, I didn't really have a lot of time for anything at all. So here we are. Yeah. Company will do that to you. Yep. And I get to do it all over again when mom comes out in May. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, you want to get the rest of this show going? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, why not? All right. Well, here's some lovely intro music created by none other than our own host, the mystical, magical. It's <laughs> no, it's, don't go there. It's a Ballard, uh, Ballard? Rick Ballard, Ballard Maker, Ballard Maker. Did that seem low? It did. A little, yeah. Sometimes I don't hear it. Uh, you should. You should always hear it. 
it 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 plays through. Strange. I think mm. some of the you know like um, episodes one through when we were trying to figure out a lot of stuff. I think there was a few times I didn't hear it. Oh, that well, yeah. I think the first couple of episodes I didn't play it live. Oh, okay. That, that could happen. be why. And then we put the uh, intro music and all that stuff in in post. Now it's just we all get together, we hit the record button, we clap, and then we talk, we play the intro, and we make it through this wonderful show. Speaking of show, that's right. This is the Pandemic Guitar Podcast. The three of us are back. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tim. Microphone number one, as always, he's got to be here because without him, Amanda and I would be talking about absolutely nothing. Uh, he's our guitar dad. That's Rick. How you doing, everybody? There he is. And why? I thought I was on mic two. Uh, yeah, aren't you? Did I say you were on mic three? No, you said you. I'm on mic one. You're on mic one. I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I must have gotten something <laughs> wired backwards today. That's okay. That's food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then on one of the other mics, I mean, we only have three of them, so pick a random number. Uh, that is Amanda. Sup, home slices? Oh, slices of hominess are back. Uh, last episode, we did some fancy wheel spinning. We did. And uh, as much as we quickly regretted uh, this whole exercise based on the results of that wheel spin. Okay, uh, first of all, <laughs> rude. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, I have my ABR shirt on today. I did see Do that. Do not diss uh, the ABR. I did see that. I was like, you came to represent. I did. Uh-huh. It's going to be a good combo. So we're going to talk about uh, Joe, right? No, we're going to talk about JB, okay? Oh, okay. Th this is the thing. As you guys say, when you guys are talking, you say JB, right? And I think you're talking about JB Brubaker, and Dad's like, no, Joe Bonmasa. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't. You have to say Joe Bonamassa. Because uh -huh. we already talked about J.B. Brubaker. It's very confusing. Yeah, it is. It is. Hey, yeah. what can I tell you? It's so confusing, all these J.B.'s out there. It yeah. really is. So go ahead and tell us about who he is and what he does. And All right. Well, first of all, I blessed the both of you with two videos from JB, right? Yes. That he did yes. where he just he just did um just kind of like a little bit of a guitar to I wouldn't even know if I'd call it a tutorial because he doesn't tell you what he's doing. He just shows you how he plays. Um and I chose versions that did not have vocals so you wouldn't be as scared, you know, when you're listening to it. <laughs> okay. Um I was trying to make it more of an enjoyable experience. Now, question is did you both listen to slash watch the videos? Yes. I, I watched like the first 10 seconds of each. Okay, rude. Um, <laughs> I, I, watched the, I watched the whole thing, both of them. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, and now now this is where I want dad and or Tim, you know, if you can judge off of 10 seconds, you know, if you can talk about like his technique. I, I mean, you know, I don't, I guess I don't know from, you know, a, a, like a guitar playing standpoint what his technique is like. Crickets? Okay, Crickets. I'll move on. <laughs> well, I mean, here's here's my thing is, uh, I think I was at work when I tried to watch the videos, and so I wasn't really able to focus on it, and I never did. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll while I'm quiet, I'll give them a quick look. But it just kind of, I didn't know if it was an actual song that Oak yes. was already published, or if he was just kind of tinkering around, because, uh, well, I don't want to put any spoilers out there but some of the way that his son their songs are written you know i didn't know maybe he was just kind of playing around trying to find a riff or something 
No, so those two songs are August Burns Red songs. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll, oh, yeah. Do you want me to go? All right, here we go. Yeah, this is, All this right. is the first one, so this is going to be rough. This is going to be a mess. Just strap <laughs> in, everybody. Okay. Um, so, obviously, Throw he's on a lead your gu- flip-flops. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, obviously, he's a lead guitarist of the Christian metalcore band, August Burns Red. Um, and August Burns Red was formed in 2003 in uh, Lancaster, Lancaster? Lancaster? Lan- Pennsylvania? Lancaster. I don't know. Yeah, it's Lancaster. Amish country. Um and when JB first started, he was actually a freshman in college. Um, and he kind of has said that when they first started the band in 2003, he really didn't know what he was doing um, when it came to guitar playing. So he ended up taking guitar lessons uh, during kind of that beginning time and picked up a technique that I guess a lot of guitarists these days kind of question him about. Um, he plays with his pick. He plays um, using his thumb and his middle finger. Which I think is kind of. I think I think I've seen other people do that as well. Um, I, mean, I think that's like I always assumed that was kind of a metal thing, just oh. because. Uh, and I could be completely wrong, but Not I see but... it. I see it. I I see something like that. I never really noticed it until you pointed it out. But I've seen it in a lot of uh, heavier metal type of musicians, and I think for me, it's really uncomfortable and it doesn't make sense. But I can see how you could probably strum faster that way for some reason. Right. Well, I, my question is what, what doesn't your index finger hit all your other strings? Not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well. You know, and plus he's, he's up and down picking. True. And he is, uh, he has gotten that down very well considering he's, he's doing it that way. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, Hey, as long as he plays and he's good, that's all that counts. I mean, there are guitarists out there. As long as he plays, that's what, what yeah. counts. I mean, yeah, and he plays, you know, I mean, I mean, like, look at, look at, uh, I mean, there are guitarists out there that play with their teeth. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix played with his teeth. Uh, Ingve Momstein plays with his teeth. You know, not all the time, but still, hey, it's, you know. Sounds painful. Yeah. So, okay. So, is this something that people do then? is is uh just they get a guitar they don't know how to play so they walk into school or whatever and says hey we all don't know how to play anything let's start a band i mean you gotta start somewhere you do that's true like that's probably the thing that like really blows me away is okay 2003 you go to school you get with some buddies whatever hey let's start a band we have no idea what we're doing um we get a few lessons and then somehow they're they're actually like a well-known, I shouldn't say well-known, but they tour yeah. and, you know, they, they have music out there. I mean, they're on, I, I think I've seen them on just about every streaming platform. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's like anything else. You put enough time and practice and effort into it, you know? Yeah. He probably you spent absolutely zero time doing underwater basket weaving. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. I mean, uh, get, I just want to say one thing, getting back to the picking thing, you know, how he's picking the strings and how he's playing his technique on that. I mean, if it works for him, it works for him. And, that's, yeah. you know, that's the whole key. He's he's successful. He's become successful doing that. Well, that's that's, that's what people have asked him. And, and he had said that when 
you know, the, he was taking the guitar lessons that his teacher, you know, he had said, is it okay if I hold my pick this way? And his teacher was like, yeah, don't, don't worry about it kind of thing. Because right. he, he kind of said like, he felt like his teacher didn't really think he was going to make it. So he's just like, don't, don't worry about it. Oh, uh, he went, he went to the same <laughs> school I went to. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're not going <laughs> to make yeah, it. Sounds like, don't worry about it. Sounds like a few teachers I've had in the past long time, long, long time ago. We've all had those teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, and so just in general, he's just kind of known for his technical guitar riffs um, and for always sporting a pair of flip-flops on stage. It's the only way he plays is in flip-flops. So does he have like a sponsorship deal with the flip-flop company or whatever? This seems like a perfect opportunity for like, hey, dude, or something like that to come in and be like, hey. It It does. And when he was asked about it, he said they started it. You know, in 2003, he just randomly started wearing flip-flops on stage, and he just, like, kind of, it's like what he's well-known for. He doesn't wear them any other time. It's just on stage. So maybe it's comfortable. I feel like yeah. it's dangerous. You could uh, it, twist your ankle. It, I don't it's know. It's comfortable. Well, well, probably less likely to twist your ankle than wearing high heels. Like Kiss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. feel like they have to they have to walk around and practice forever to, to be able to walk around those shoes. Oh, probably. So... Yeah, yeah. flip flops. Well, I mean, they're comfortable, but then you know, uh, if you tour in the middle of winter and you're you're up north or something like that, I, I would imagine your feet would be cold. Well, yeah. not necessarily in the concert venue, you know. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a flip flop wearer, so. Oh, well, Wells Fargo um, during hockey season, every other event that they put on is on top of the ice. So they, you got your ice, and then you put like a layer of foam on top of that and then you build your venue on top of that oh huh so interesting yeah oh okay um where was i i have no idea somewhere in this long paragraph i don't know either um and then when asked about how he writes um his music he just says he just jams until something sounds cool um and then later um they all write lyrics and and um put the lyrics to the music so that's kind of cool because then they all kind of get a say in what their music is about what they're singing about that kind of thing yeah Um, that's what i that's what i do i uh i sit there and i just play and i come up with something new and I mean, yeah. I don't put I don't put words. To yeah, it, I was going to say yeah. you're not you're not writing lyrics and putting words. No, to it. but Mm-mm. I'm coming up with new ideas that way and different things. I'm trying different things all the time. That's, That's the way true. to do it. That is true. Uh, JB represents Ibanez. Uh, he's one of their band ambassadors, and he currently has his own line of signature guitars, the mm-hmm. JBBM30, which is available currently for a cool one thousand dollars. At the current, uh, yeah. Yeah. Time of this uh, release here of this podcast, I should say. Plus right. tax, title, and license. Shipping. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. And he's had yeah. uh, a couple, I, I like a couple years worth of yeah. signature guitars. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I see, it looks like he just pretty much changes the color. Um, they all have yeah. his signature two stripes or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, um, the thing does- about. Go ahead. He does have the specific, uh, what were we talking about yesterday, Dad? You're e- talking about the pickups? He has, yes. He has the... Uh, 81-85. Yep. The pickups yeah. made by EMG. And um, he has uh, one in the neck position, one in the uh, bridge position. He also, um, it's a three-piece neck is what I'm seeing. 
mm-hmm. three-piece maple neck, so which offers uh, more stability. And he's got the um, jumbo frets on it. Twenty-four. It's a twenty-four instead of a twenty-two frets, so it's got more frets on it, and it's the jumbo frets with the radius of fifteen point seven, which is a fairly flat. That's why uh, the increase. That's why that's that's usually what those players like. I mean, I I got a Charvel, and that's about what the radius is on the Charvel. Plays really nice though. Hmm. She's built to be a shredder. <laughs> huh? She's built to be a shredder. <laughs> you mean the uh, you mean the Charvel I have? <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. That one went over my head. J- JV Brewbaker's guitar, his signature guitar, it's, it's built, built to, be. to be a shredder. Yeah, there you go. That's what they uh, that's what they all say. You know, those the uh, that look, that style, and and uh, you know they're made for like fast metal music, and you go to the. Uh, guitar box and they're like oh yeah it's a shredder man it's, it's a, <laughs> that, yeah that's yeah, true yeah that thing, that thing shreds man <laughs> you do that so well are yeah. you coming out to the guitar yeah. uh, the how guitar you, box is here i didn't see I didn't, how'd you get to work today on your skateboard oh yeah man Rode <laughs> <laughs> my skateboard in clocked in <laughs> did a little shredding I'm ready to sell some guitars <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that is JB Brubaker. So um, I like the I like the signature guitar thing. That was kind of something mm-hmm. that um, I was looking at, and I don't know if we maybe someday we can do an episode on uh, signature guitars. Um, yeah. You know, because I think some of them are cool, and some of them are not cool. What happened? I forgot to hit record on the R two D two. Are you Are you recording on your computer? Yeah. Okay, then you're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. R two D two. Whoopsies. <laughs> All right. Well, there went this show. I mean, it's already off the rails. Why not? Um. So, possi- the possibility of doing a show on uh, signature guitars down the road. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I've always looked at, um, you know, like the James Headfield signature guitars. I was looking at that one that uh, Joe Bonamount. Joe Bonamassa had uh, yeah. on when we went to the concert, which yep. was cool, but it was also like what sixteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars, or something like that. Jeez. I think it was. I think it was. Um, I think the normal price was thirteen, or was it twelve? But then with his signature, he wanted more money. No, I think it was fourteen. Yeah, I think he only 14. wanted. I want to say it was fourteen was retail value. So he's basically because it was only like 300, 350 bucks for his signature. That's not bad. Yeah. So, and then that's the other thing too is like when you go, you know, like you go and you get that signature guitar. Okay. Did it come with a case? And then did it come with a signature? What paperwork did it come with? And then being able to know that so that if you're like going to the the used uh, guitar store and they're trying to sell you something. But it's missing pieces, you know. Well, I think I think there's a big difference in when you go when like the that Joe Bonamassa, he had the guitar there. I mean, paying that price, I think I would want I would want a picture of him standing there with me with the guitar <laughs> and him holding it. Oh, I because bet that, you I I bet you if you would have went up there and said, Yeah, I'll buy it, but I want this picture, bet you they would have made it happen. Yeah, they pro- they might have. I don't know. Yeah, I would think they would. Yeah, but that's the that's the only way I would do something like that. 
I mean, I do have a Joe Bonamassa uh, Black Beauty, the uh, signature guitar. Yeah, I didn't realize that the Black Beauty was uh, his signature model. Well, the Black Beauty has been around in, in the early Les Paul days. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a Gibson model. And then Joe Joe found a, um, a guitar that was a really old one that he really liked, and he had Epiphone recreate that guitar. So, And that's the one I have. And he sold it a few years ago. Well, it was about five or six years ago maybe he sold it. And right now they're doubled in their price, believe it or not. I think wow. I think they're going a little crazy with it, but oh well. Well, yeah, all prices are going crazy right now. I mean, everything. Yep. I'm waiting for the internet companies to start charging by the megabyte. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. got to happen. Yeah, that'll shut everything down for sure. So uh, JB Brubaker, August Burns Red, that's pretty much what you have, right? There's not a whole lot of information out there. No. And honestly, most of the information I got was from a Reddit thread that he personally answered all the questions. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's not a lot out there on him specifically. That's pretty cool. I, I do find it kind of funny, and I don't know why. I really don't. But Christian Metalcore, like, I would never associate okay. those two together. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I agree. And there's some who argue that, you know, you can't have you can't have a metal band with a Christian influence because it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, but no, like if you just look at their lyrics, I mean, they're not they're not it doesn't outright say anything. It's not preachy. It's just like in just a very subtle, symbolic way. Mm-hmm. But they do. That is what they call themselves as Christian metalcore. So huh. well, yeah, I, mean, I agree. It works. It's- it works. It's just that's new to me. Yeah. Well, you it know. would be because you don't like metal, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I, I mean, I just don't hear. I have a buddy who's a big uh, heavy metal, um, super hard rock guy. And, you know, I hate getting in the car with him because it's just. Blah, 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 and I'm like, how did you ever figure out what these words are? It It's it's just like mumble rap. <laughs> like, like yeah. except heavy. Like, I can't. I want to, if you're going to put words into it, I want to understand the words. Right. I agree. It's about the, it's about the music. It's about like the guitars. And I think after listening to it for so long, um, you, you just kind of start to learn the lyrics. You don't necessarily like have to understand, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to like a regular song. It's like, you can understand it. No problem. But it's like after hearing like a metal song over and over, it's like, oh, now I know what they're saying. I hear it. I get it. (laughs) <laughs> repetition no. okay. okay whatever no. repetition yeah Re- okay. okay i'm pretty sure that uh like <clears throat> i listen to i stream a lot of music through title and title has this thing where when you're listening to the song you click the button it'll pop up the words yeah spotify mm-hmm. has that too yeah okay well so the, the words fly by the screen so fast i can't even read them so we're still in the same boat you okay need slow it you need to slow it down a little <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I could play a song and slow it down to like twenty five percent or something like that, uh-huh. I think it'd be even worse. Ah, uh, there you go. It would be. Yeah. Uh so that uh took one of your people off the wheel, uh, and you gotta put somebody back on the wheel. Have you I put one, um, but I uh, do I need another one? Uh I need three total. Uh, 
Oh, no, no, I didn't even see that. Okay, okay. so you, okay. you're going to put, uh, well, why don't you tell everybody who you're going to put on the wheel and uh, why? Okay, well, I mean, I put Peter Green, which is exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. Um, I put <laughs> Peter Green because I couldn't think, what? When did why you not? say you weren't going to do what? it? Well, because, okay, the last episode I had said that dad and I talked, had a conversation. Dad said, no, put people that you like, don't care. You know, it doesn't matter if people don't know who they are. But then I had another conversation with dad. He's like, yeah, why don't you just pick, like, why don't you maybe pick someone else? Um, and I kind of got the vibe that maybe he thought I should pick someone a little bit more well-known. So um, I, it was either, like, Lindsay Buckingham or Peter Green. I don't know. And I just chose Peter Green. So, And why? Because I felt like it. So, Well, Peter we Green has a long history. It's your it's your ears. You do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So yeah, there'll be a lot to talk about there. Yeah, Peter Green is uh we can we can talk about Greeny. Dog treats? Yeah, that's what I was getting <laughs> yeah. at. No, 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 no. Greeny it, is the Greeny is the the guitar that um that he gave to um Peter Green gave a guitar to Gary Moore. It was a Les Paul. And it was okay. called Greeny. And then now, um, I forgot who has it now. Somebody else just bought that because uh, Gary Moore passed away and was able to. Uh, I, um, trying to think of the guy's name, and I can't remember who he is. Hamlet or something? Or Was Peter Green the one who kind of went cuckoo bananas and like went into a cult? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I know he was with Fleetwood Mac. Well, yeah, but there was back, one of their guitar the players that went bananas and went off the rails. We'll figure oh, no. it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, okay. It'll be something for next episode or something for the episode after that. Yeah. So I did so, notice that um, August Burns Red is on tour right now, and they're kind of hitting the uh, Midwestern states, the middle of the country. I see yeah. um, what yeah. Missouri, Kansas, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Minnesota, Illinois. You guys going to hit up that Minneapolis show? Or? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I'm a strong no. They were just out here and their show in Anaheim, which is the closest, sold out like right away. So I didn't even get a chance. Yeah. I Unfortunate. I I, I've, I like sit down concerts. Well, you're kind of getting up there in age, so it makes sense. <laughs> you know, it's easier on the back, easier on the feet to just yeah. sit down and... Yeah. Do you need your yeah. cane when you try to get back up? Ugh. Yeah. 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 Got to get an aisle seat for, for, uh, for quick exit. Yeah. It's harder. It's harder getting out of a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Uh, some of the events that I've gone to, uh, the wheelchair seats are the best seats in the house. Yes. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm... But uh, there was wheelchair seats at uh, the, the Joe Bonamassa concert, and it was literally center stage. Yeah, right in front of wow. the stage. It's like, crap, I should have thought of that. Yeah, you should have yeah. taken Dad's leg out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Like, he needs a wheelchair seat, please. Yeah. 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 yeah well, it, there's always next time. Yeah. Anyway, so we got Hopefully. JB off the list. Yeah. Um, are we going to do the, the next spin today? or? Well, I think uh, I was talking... Um, to, to dad and uh i was like well why don't we spin but i think he wants to i think he's taking over the show is what i think he's doing uh, <laughs> i don't he, want to do that <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the instructions on how to edit this Good um, luck. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, no, so I think uh, we might hold off on the wheel. Um, maybe maybe at the beginning of each month or something like that. Every other episode, uh, spin the wheel. Um, this way we don't burn through all of our artists in in one quick swoop. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, plus, it gives you a little bit more time to think of somebody to replace. Because if you get, if one of yours gets picked again, I'm going to call for a rigged election. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, a rigged wheel. And uh, and, and we're going to have to go uh, back to uh, the whole, the beginning of the idea to figure out where this all went wrong. I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, here, here here's the thing, is if... Uh, uh, Dave Grohl, I know, I'm going to say Chris Stapleton. If Chris Stapleton gets picked and I have to listen to it, okay, then you are going to have to listen to the two videos that I sent you of JB because if I have to be put through misery, so do you. Wait, wait, it's wait, just wait, fair. Wait, wait. How, how, it's how fair. Can, no, wait a second. How can listening to Chris Stapleton, he's not even on the list right now, but how yeah, would- he is. I see him. No. Number three. He he is the oh he's the backup if one of my if my number one or number two gets picked oh. he's the, he's the backup he's the backup okay all right so uh yeah but still there is a chance he could end up on the wheel but he's on there <laughs> but he's on there you want me to switch it out I can put like you know uh, what we can do like uh, some Eminem or uh, we'll just throw Dad for a listening loop he's put just ODB like, yeah, put ODB yeah jeez no. <laughs> Some some uh, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey, oh, why boy. are you making me listen to this? <laughs> I'm going to retire from this podcast effective immediately. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't think we're going to spin the wheel this time. I think we're going to, uh, just to remind everybody, uh, we got Stevie Ray Vaughn, Tommy Emanuel, uh, Dave Girl, Josh Kis- Kishka. I think that's uh, from Greta Von Fleet. I hope I said that even remotely close. And uh, then we have Ryan E. Parrish and now Peter Green for the next time that we spin the wheel. Exciting stuff. You got some music history. We do. We oh, do yeah. have some. Just some? Um, all right. Uh, this day in 1970, Chicago blues guitarist Earl Hooker dies of tuberculosis at age 41. I didn't even know TB was a thing in 1970. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah. I thought it had been eradicated at that point. No, people used to die at uh, young age. It's still a concern out there. Really? Mm -hmm. Even even today it is, yeah. Yeah, like you have to to be tested for tuberculosis uh, if you're going to work in a hospital or um, I think a lot of government agencies still do it. Interesting. Yeah. Dad, did you know that your paternal grandfather died from TB? No, now you, you do. Know. Now you do. I do. Now you know. I'm enlightened. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. This day in 1977, Elvis Presley begins his last concert tour in Greensboro, North Carolina. Wow. That's quite a while ago. He died of a heart attack, right? On the John? Is that what I, I heard? don't know. Okay. Who, who's that? Elvis. Oh yeah, I think he was he was trying to like make some room for the peanut butter and <laughs> the <laughs> just... grilled the grilled peanut butter. What is yeah, it? Banana sandwich. There wasn't, there wasn't enough grease to keep everything moving, and so yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, 
Yeah, it was bad. Bad, <laughs> bad times. That's yeah. bad. R.I.P. Oh. Back on subject. Uh, oh, come all on. right, this day in 1981, guys. This episode, let's just scrap it. Uh, episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this day in 1981, Weird Al. It's about to get weirder. Weird Al Yankovic. Okay, along with his drummer John Bermuda Schwartz, makes his TV May debut. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> <laughs> and also with you, uh, playing the <laughs> Queen you, parody. Another one rides the bus on Tom Snyder's The Tomorrow Show. Bump, bump, bump. That's another one rides the bus. <laughs> I don't remember that. Weird Al. Weird Al. I should put Weird Al on the wheel. <laughs> Actually, that yes! was a really good yes! one. We totally oh, should that would put be such him a good on the wheel. No, I'm taking Peter Green off and putting Weird Al on there. <laughs> I second that. Yeah, that that's a, that's a way good better. He, Way better. he had some uh what he did one with uh what Michael Jackson's thing, Beat It. What was oh, the name eat, of that? Eat it. Eat it, that's right. <laughs> Put a cookie in my mouth and eat it. Or something like that. I don't know. Did you guys that see was, there was like a uh a movie that they just did about him with the no, guy that plays yet. Harry Potter? Not yet. It's supposed I'd to like, be good. I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be good. Yeah. Know. We're <laughs> Uh, what was he made fun of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and did Living in the Fridge? Uh, I don't know that one. Oh man, there's so many good ones out there. He's, he's it's hilarious. Something only... wrong with the world today? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna have to it listen sure to this. Sure ain't no surprise. Oh. Yeah. Living yeah. in the fridge. Oh jeez. That is a, What's in okay. that bottle that you're drinking out of, uh, by the way, Tim? It is, it is water. <laughs> Both of you, yeah. Both I don't of, know. It is, oh, I got a sports drink. So you can't there. you can't see this, uh, but it's a, a water bottle, and it is lined with the circuitry of a motherboard. There you wow, go. that's super geeky. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, the problem is I needed to get a new water bottle, and uh, everybody's just got a plain old water bottle, and I'm like, I don't want to be plain. I want something that, like, when everybody special. sees it, they're like, yeah, that's Tim's. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. And I have okay. enough cat stuff, so they got it. Yeah. So Weird Al joins the wheel somehow. Yeah, I like Officially. that. We might have to speed up the, the wheel. I Like, actually, now I want to rig the wheel. Yes. I think we should we should put Weird, Weird Al every other one. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like the wild card. Yeah, like the wild card. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, funny, that, that funny would be songs. Funny, that would funny be songs. Funny. Does anybody have anything for miscellaneous? Uh, actually, uh, I don't know if you guys are hardcore, but have you ever heard of Nam? Yes, I have. Yeah. In Viet? <laughs> well, that's what no. I was trying to make you think, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, this is the N A M M. I trying to figure out what it stands for. It's all the music geeks go there. Yeah, it's probably okay. like the national. I, I, I'm trying to find it. N A A M. Two thousand twenty-three. Where is it this year? Anaheim Convention Center in Anaheim, California. Yep. Why don't you stop by there and do some <laughs> interviews, Amanda? Okay. Yeah. No. Heck yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can find Weird Al. Al there. 
Oh, he might be, be there. Awesome. I know Dovidas or Davidas. I know he's there. Yeah, there's quite a few artists there. So what is this? Just musicians just go to this? It's like a convention? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a convention where they show off new equipment, new amplifiers, oh. new guitars, new audio equipment, new recording equipment, you know, all that other stuff. How much it's, is it? Maybe we I could don't. do like a special um, segment. And then I can go. You guys can pay me, obviously, for the for the gas <laughs> and for the ticket. And then I'll go report. <laughs> oh, I don't Are know you if, okay? I don't think he's gonna yeah. make it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't know. It won't tell me, but we can we can uh, be notified when the 2024 uh, trade show registration opens. Yeah, there's a lot of new stuff. A lot of the uh, software I... manufacturers are out there. Hardware manufacturers, guitar manufacturers, amps. It's um, it's quite a big convention. What's the one that Sweetwater puts on? They put on a um, like a what is it like a couple days or something like that? Yeah, they do. I don't know what it's called, but they do have stuff. They have stuff going all the time. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like to go there because that's actually not too too far. I think what ten less than ten hours away. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think it's yeah. I think it's about ten hours, ten and a half hours. Yeah. Well. Oh. Yep. They're there. Uh. Mitch. Uh. Was it Mitch Gallagher? Yep. Mitch Gallagher. Yeah. Uh. He's he's actually right there on the homepage to uh, the Sweetwater. So he's there. So, but that would be mm-hmm. cool to like walk around, um, see all the new equipment and all the new stuff that's coming out, and then actually like you would be, um, you'd probably see famous artists. Well, in they're Indiana? there at the time. Hmm. In Indiana. Uh, well, Indiana would be probably, it, it could happen, but it'd be less likely than, uh, the, the one in California. Like that's a yeah. huge one. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much tickets are. I don't know. Does I'm it say? sure ridiculous. Oh, probably. Well, and the, here's I, the other thing is, <clears throat> is it open to the public? Cause I don't know anything about it to be honest with you. Well, I think is it, it is. a show open sure. to the public or is it one of those shows where it's only open to manufacturers, retailers, and invited musicians i would think it would have to be open to the public in some form whether it's like influencers or uh you know okay we gotta quit we we gotta take influencers out of the category of public okay <laughs> because they're not normal people anymore they're not they're, people yeah they're they're for the most part the influencers are paid people to influence others i mean that's true they're they're not there because they're passionate i mean some are don't get me wrong but uh they're not there because they're passionate about whatever the product is or anything they're they're there because somebody is paying them to do something sponsor yeah Yeah, you know yeah makes sense it says member it says nam members and general audiences can register oh you have to but it doesn't say how much it is. But what's the general audience? No. The public? The general public, I would assume. Mm, I no, if it was open, yeah. I would say if it was public. if it I would say that if it was public, they would say, Hey, it's open to Lottie Dottie, everybody, tickets are two hundred and fifty bucks. I don't know, but I'm not paying two hundred and fifty dollars. Well, I mean, here here's my thing is, you know, um if if you're if you're making some money that covers the cost because in, in, in my mind, 
you know, you get to see the new uh, podcast equipment, what new microphones are coming out, you know? Yeah. And if hey, you're... no, I could I could go and just drop little pandemic guitar podcast picks everywhere. There just you go. Sprinkle there, there you go. Yeah. But then but then you would and you could because then you would fall under the category of an influencer. Just barely. Well, but I mean okay. you're Oh, we got some it, news? Yeah, it says who can register for NAM. It says we invite all NAM members, educators, students, media, influencers, bloggers. Engineers, producers, podcasters, and uh, other professionals to register. Yep. So that's exactly what I was thinking is you could go, like we could go, uh, but we'd have to go underneath a podcast or and or a media license. So it has to be a way in which it will benefit them ultimately. Pretty much. Yeah. Because yeah. what they'll do is they'll sit there and say, okay, it's uh, $450 a year to be a member. Then it's $150. And with that membership, you get two tickets. And if you can invite up to five, you'd have up to five. Those three additional tickets are $150 a piece. And then you go there and basically you're paying to advertise for them and their their vendors. And you're paying for it. Like mm -hmm. They're not saying, they're not saying, hey, uh, well, I mean, I don't know how much it costs. So I'm just kind of guessing. Uh, I found out. Okay. 300. For, uh, no, for general audiences, including individual members, $140. That's uh, not is too bad. Per, just to get into the show? Yeah. That's not bad. But then you got to fly or bus or walk or well, kayak you gotta, to California. You got to pay California gas prices to get well, there. Hotel. Yep, hotel. Yeah, I mean, so that trip, that, that's not going to be a cheap trip. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's not a cheap trip at all. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe well, one of these days. Maybe I'll, re maybe I'll just sign up and be like, hey, uh, when 2024 information comes around, let me know. But they did say 2024 is going to be in California again. That's usually where it is. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe it was in Vegas, but I think I think it's, it was always in California. Well, yeah. they, they might have been in vegas at one point in time but vegas is i think vegas is just losing it's losing a lot of its um conventions and stuff like that true do you know what uh, nam stands for i found no it. no that's i did not i tried to uh, google and then i gave up yeah i knew it was national association of music but i didn't know what the last m was for and it was merchants so it's National music. Association of Music Merchants. Makes okay, sense. yeah. So it's basically it's it's just a big show to say, hey, this is all the cool stuff that is coming out. That's so I have something. Is. I have something for miscellaneous. Okay. Before we move on, okay. So, um, as you know, we had family out here, and we went to um, the ocean, and we were all sitting there, and. Um, my mother-in-law goes, just making conversation, goes, does your mom like the water? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think she does. And then she's like, does your dad like the water? And my husband goes, yeah, sweet water. <laughs> <laughs> I died. I was not expecting that. He just rolls it off his tongue like no big deal. That's a good one. Kudos to Kyle. Yeah, oh. I thought it was hilarious. And his mom was like, what? And I don't, I don't think she knows what sweet water is, but 
<laughs> Speaking of Sweetwater, have you found all the stickers? What do you mean the stickers? Yeah, you know, the, the big fat pile of stickers that we keep gifting back and forth. What about them? Yeah, you I haven't found them have yet, them. have you? I have not. Oh, he hit dun, them? Uh-oh, where are they? No, you got me. Well, they're not going to oh explode, so it's not that big of a deal. It's, but... it's like an Easter egg hunt. Kind of. Oh, yeah. There you go. I've you hidden, should do that. I've hidden 42 Sweetwater stickers all over the yard. You have an hour to find <laughs> well, them. <laughs> well, now at the age, if I do a if I do an Easter egg hunt, if I hide the eggs, I just wait until tomorrow and I forget whether I hit them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. apparently you have some searching to do. <clears throat> Yeah, if you never do find them, I probably have more stickers. We can start over. <laughs> they're they're in the house? I don't know. You have to give them a hint. Yeah, I got to tell me where are they, they are. They're in the microwave. That's where mom always used to hide the Easter eggs. They're in the microwave. <laughs> I used that this morning. No. No, uh, okay. Um, hmm. Just give me a little bit of a hint. Okay. Uh, you let me borrow something for a quick, short period of time, and I gave it back to you. It's in a bag. I have no idea. Is it in a guitar case? I don't know. Okay. Until next time. <laughs> yeah, go okay. ahead and end this. Okay. <laughs> Folks, Report we back. Ha- Folks, Houston's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's just Houston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. No, well, now you got me thinking. I'm going to yeah. have to. I'll be up all night. Well, that's not you know good. You got to work in the morning. I know. You know what's going to happen? At 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go, oh, I know where it is. <laughs> That's it usually happens. what happens. Yeah. All right. I, Amanda, have, you I wanna... have an outro. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Hold on. Hold Excuse on. Let me, me. Get hold it. on. Let me get it ready. <clears throat> um, hold on. Where's the thing? Um, okay. Go ahead. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end. Hey, is somebody <laughs> laughing at me? No, you can't, you can't play that over me. That's not fair. I'm doing this for my one fan. Okay. So just let me have my moment. All right. Okay. Okay, Go ahead. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our time together today. Thank you for listening to the three of us talk senselessly about something that really only one of us knows what they're actually talking about. Please feel free to contact us with questions and comments. The first to reach out regarding this episode gets a free air guitar. No strings attached. That's right. You can own an air guitar by the brand In Your Dreams, sponsored by How Can You Be So Stupid. Until next time, keep on playing. (laughs) Uh, That was funny. Oh, yeah, that was good. All right. All right. Uh, we'll see everybody in two weeks. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>